Word broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dikewood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyanukokraba. Now on today's message. What's wrong? So if I choose um, this young girl, this young boy, this girl to do things, please. If you honor me, honor me that I'm not a fool to have put this person there. And I'm about to do some major changes. I'm telling you. I think you should call for Jesus. (laughs) That is why our prophet has used now, you see a lot of young first love bishops. But initially when he started introducing young people to become pastors and bishops, you heard some of the older people saying, oh, oh, oh. But today we can see that God is using the young people. Are we together? So as you are growing in the Lord, learn how to honor those that are agents of those that you would honor. Can I have an amen? amen? Now let's go on to point number five and then we are just about finishing. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. The fifth level of honor is to honor highly even in the absence of the one you are honoring. Let's read it again. Please. Ready? Go. Is to honor highly even in the absence of the one you are honoring. So, you must honor highly the one you are honoring, even in his absence. So, look at this story. In Matthew chapter 27, verse 57, let's read out to 61. A very true story that Jesus was describing. Bible says that when the evening was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea, named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate, who is a politician, and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph of Arimathea had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn or cut or dug out in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre. Sepulchre is the tomb. And departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulchre. Can I have an amen? Amen. You know, this stage of honor is to honor someone when he cannot see you nor hear you honoring him. Joseph of Arimathea honored Jesus when he was dead. Jesus could not hear him negotiating with Pilate to take his body. 
Jesus was not there to see Joseph of Arimathea begging for his body from Pontius Pilate. Jesus could not see Joseph of Arimathea wrapping his body in a white linen cloth. Jesus could not hear the loving words and acts of Joseph of Arimathea. Jesus did not see how Joseph of Arimathea donated his new expensive tomb to him. It was an offering that was done in secret. Most people give honor when it can be seen. They want you to know what they are saying. They want you to know that they are saying nice words and doing nice things when you, you are there. Why is that? When someone gives honor, he expects to be rewarded for his good deeds of showing honor. He expects to be seen of men and receive payback one day. When you honor someone who cannot see what you are doing, there is no way he can pay you back. It is because of our deep hypocrisy as human beings and especially Monday day Christians that we love to show respect in a way that can be paid back. There is a higher and more genuine level of giving honor when you do so without being seen or acknowledged by men. You see, in Ephesians chapter 6, I want us to look at this scripture. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1. Bible says that children obey your parents and Abel in the Lord. For this is right. Then he continues to say, honor your father and your mother which is the first commandment with a promise. You see, then verse 3, it says that that it may be well with you and thou mayest live long on the earth. Then he continues, verse 4. Then he says that, and you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath or don't let your children be angry because you have done something that is making them angry. But bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. Can I have an amen? amen? Now he continues, verse 5. He's talking to, he's talking to us about honoring. Help you, Gracia. About honoring. So he says that, verse 5, Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters. So I'm talking about sometimes the honor is from servants to masters, or worker to boss, or student to teacher. So he says that servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling. And I said, In singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Then he continues, verse 6. And he says that, not with eye service. As men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Then he ends with seven and eight. Said, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Then he ends on the verse eight and he says that, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth. He's talking about honoring. So anything that you do to honor, anything good that you do to honor, the same shall he receive. So you also receive that honor of the Lord, not of the person you are honoring. 
So anytime you are doing good to somebody or you are honoring somebody, don't let it be like, oh, as I'm honoring him, I'm also expecting him to honor me. I don't see why I should honor my mother when my mother also doesn't respect me. Don't talk like that. I don't see why I'm honoring my father. My father doesn't respect me. Don't talk like that. I don't see why I should honor my pastor and when my pastor sees me, he doesn't greet me. Your pastor can choose not to greet you, but still he's your pastor. You have to greet him. Ah, you don't like this teaching. You don't like this teaching. I, I know you don't like this teaching. And those of you who are married or are going to marry, when you are married as a young lady, you have to honor your husband. And when you are honoring your husband, irrespective of how your husband treats you, you still have to honor him. You don't say, as I'm honoring God, I didn't see why God is also not honoring me. So here, the Bible is teaching us that it is very important for you to honor without you thinking what would come to you. And you must even do it in such a way that even when the person you're honoring can't see, you still honor. As we are talking now, we can't see prophet. A prophet can't see us. But we should be able to honor prophet, recognize him, we should really listen to him gladly. We should be able to support whatever he's doing, whether he's there or not. Apostle Paul says something, I think it's a revelation. Galatians chapter 4, verse 18. Write the scriptures down, my brother, my sister, and when you go home. Galatians chapter 4, verse 18. Galatians 4, 18. It's a scripture we should know. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. And not only when I am present with you. But it is good. Somebody say, it is good. good. Say it again, it is good. The Bible can say it is good. And I just say, Adepa. Or see, it is good to be zealously affected always. So it is good to always be on fire. It is good to always do the right thing. Not only when I'm with you. It is good to be zealously affected always. It is good to honor. Even when I'm not with you. That makes you somebody who God will also bless because as you are doing what your left hand is doing, your right hand can't see. Let's move, young people, let's move from wanting to do things for people to see and clap our hands, clap their hands for. What is that? You won't do well. It's like if they don't clap their hands for me, I won't sing again. If they don't clap their hands, I won't do There are some people when they come on stage and then people don't clap for them, they take a decision. Next week, I'll sing. Yeah. You are not clapping. Take your church.
UFS. We should be a type of people who do things just because God says we should do. And we would honor. Look, I was privileged to visit Israel. I will be there visiting too. Yeah. Those who said I'll be there, you'll be there practically. Eleven years ago. And when, by the grace of God, we got to Israel, I stayed in Galilee. Yes. In a very nice hotel. And then we're driven to Galilee and Nazareth are close. And we're driven to Jerusalem, the city Jerusalem. And then we also went to Bethlehem. Before you go to Bethlehem, you have to pass through a big barrier with young soldiers. 19, 20, 21. And then, so when we went, then later we came back to the Mount of Olives. We crossed the... Those who are sitting on the bike, just be in Togo. Those who are in front and they say, whatever you want to be. <laughs> so, we were privileged to go to where Jesus was buried. And when we got there, Pastor Oscar, I was shocked. Happy, you just move on this stone finish. Yeah? And you can see where he was hung to the cross. It's just there. And then he just took him. It's just like, let's say the cross is at the, the, this second door. The second door. And he just walk in, and maybe this is where the tomb is. Joseph of Arimathea's tomb. When I say tomb, it's not like the way we bury people under. His, he was a rich man, so they built like a, a cave. But you have to descend one step or two steps into it. And when you enter, there's some stone finish that they put the body on. So, Joseph of Arimathea has built this for himself. That when he dies, they should bury him there. Well, he didn't know Jesus would die before he would die. There was a rich man known by everybody. And he was a disciple. Are you listening to me? He was a disciple of Jesus. While Jesus was alive, he was supporting him. I'm talking about honoring. When the person is not even there. So he was, when Jesus was around, he was, but he was not known. Then, when Jesus died and he heard it, he said, oh. So he was actually there when he saw Jesus was brought to the cross. They crucified him. And then they were going to take Jesus' body somewhere. Then he went to see Pilate. That's what we just read. I said, Pilate, I, I, I want you to allow me to take this body. And because he had money, Pilate listened to him. So you must use your connections. You must use your connections. 
For the sake of the person you are honoring. Am I talking to God's people? Then he said, can I allow whatever I'll sort it out? The pilot said, no, no problem, take it. Then he took the body and took it to his tomb. And the tomb, you know, they had a very big stone that they had to roll on the side. And then pushed Jesus in and laid him on this nice stone finish. Decently. So that's where they buried Jesus. And then interestingly, if you read on, Bible says on the third day, when they went, he was not there. But when they went, the, the grave clothes were folded nicely, and the, today is there. Yes. It was folded. There was a very big stone, so nobody, and the angel, um, um, soldiers were there. But by the third day, he had just left the place. And the thing was folded nicely. Yeah. But Jesus, Jesus didn't see what he was doing. In the same way, the real honor that shows you are really honoring somebody is when the person doesn't know what you are saying, what you are doing behind his back. But you are giving him the very high respect. If you are alone, what do you say? That is the real honor. Some of you, you see some wives, when they go to their parents, they start saying things about their husband. The saloon. You hear things at the saloon. It becomes like a major place that people are talking about issues. Lift up your hand and say, you are first there, we won't do that. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, Amen. As we are closing, our last point is sixth level. And then we close there. Sixth level, let's read it together. Ready? Go. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. I didn't hear you. Let's read it again. Ready? Go. Let's read it for the very, very last time. Ready? Go. Now let's look at the scripture. Malachi chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. Now, look at it. Or see, a son, and that's what Mr. Gideon was leading us, our memory verse, verse 6. But it said, a son honoreth, listen to it too, honoreth his father. That's what should happen. And Ellen, a servant must honor his master. If then I be a father. This is God speaking through the prophet Malachi. Where is my honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Say the Lord of hosts unto you, O priests, that despise my name. And they hear the priest there is not talking about priests that wear collar. He's talking about you and I who are Christians. Because if you are Christian, 
by the blood of Jesus, you are a priest and a king. According to Revelation 1.6. So it says that you despise my name and you say, wherein have we despised thy name? Verse 7. Then he continues. How have you despised my name? You offer polluted bread upon my altar. When you come into church, those days they were bringing bread, they were bringing um, animals, they were bringing dancing. Why they were coming, they brought bread that was polluted. Bro, do I want to? And you say, wherein have we polluted thee? In that you say, the table of the Lord is incontemptible. Then he goes on to the next verse. And he says that, and if you offer the blind for sacrifice. Those days they were bringing sheep, goats. Depending on the sin you have committed, then you bring a type of animal. So, so ask your neighbor, if it was you, what animal would you bring? <laughs> Some of you have to bring buffalo. Because the pornography you are watching is buffalo level. Fornication is elephant. Stealing is sheep. Lying is sheep. Which most people would have brought sheep. Because we are liars. How many have lied this past week? God is watching you. I can't see the hand properly. Even, even some of you, you lie about your age. You lie about the date of birth. You lie about your results. That's what you had. You had seven ones. Mika, you, you had 20, I could get 29. Look. The school I went to, eh? The school I went to. I don't want to say it. I met somebody somewhere those days. And the person was asking, we were talking, so I went to Motown, I went to this, and then the school I went to couldn't come up. <laughs> no, I went to Unisec, but in the in the meeting the people at you know Achimota, Presec, you know you know the schools. So I I, I I couldn't mention my own. So then I said, Oh, I didn't lie, but I it was almost like a lie. You know, it's like it's like No, no, let me say. You see I chose Achimota. I didn't get it. Yeah. They didn't get you. <laughs> they didn't get you. 
But like you got it, but they didn't take you. Don't mind. Me. Something like that. And I said, oh, I was supposed to go to Achumata. <laughs> Some of you are lying like that. All such liars. So Bible says that when they come, you offer the blind for sacrifice. So you are bringing the animal. You say, ah, me cry. I don't know why I should bring the sheep. I don't know why I should bring. So now some of them will bring animals that had one arm. Where, where is Melissa? <laughs> and then the goats. Obiad in the calling. Minister Ko. What does the blind eye mean? The, the Lord was making sure that these things were brought as sacrifice to mean that you are in line with God to advance his mission. So to bring the blind eye means that you are actually lowering the vision that God had. Yes. And God says it's an insult to me. Anything you do in church that doesn't advance the vision of the church is a blind offering. So some of, some of you, instead of using your voice to sing, you have hidden your voice. But you have come and say, me, I don't know how to sing. Mike, you are a very real singer. So you are, you are a blind offering. But you are singing for a boy. You go to programs. You can dance. You can dance in church, but you are dancing out there. So look at it. I'm explaining. I'm explaining. He said that. Is it not evil? Is it not evil? You can act, but you're not acting. Is it not evil? You can rap, but you're not rapping. Is it not evil? You can sing, you're not singing. Is it not evil? Then he says that, and if you offer the lame, so some of you to the animal you are bringing, if you bring an animal that moves like that, and the animal, we have to run. How can the animal run? How can the animal run? But what it is saying is that some of you, you bring offerings that slows down the church. You don't make the church move as the pace that God wants. So some of you, by your behavior, the church is not advancing at the pace God wants. And that's a lame offering. And he continues and he says, is it not evil? Is it not evil? Offer these things now unto politicians like your governor. Will he be pleased with you? 
or accept your person that even when it comes to physical cash, what do you bring to church? Some of you, you use 200 Ghana to do other things, but you have never brought 200 Ghana to church before. You always like a brother who doesn't have money. But you know, you know yourself. Yeah. Even yesterday, you are giving a girl 50 Ghana. You have given her 1,000. You have bought her a new phone. You have bought her a new phone. Why? You are suspicious of something. Yeah. Am I am I preaching directly to some people? Yeah. Help you, Dora. Yeah, I, I'm not saying something bad. In this our service, eh, I have not seen on record that we have crossed one thousand before. Yes. I don't even want to say what comes. Yes, that's our income. Yes. One city, one city, one city, two city. There was only 10, 21, 300 and something. I'm telling you. But some of you, the money you use to do things. The money you use to do things. Soccer bet, Pastor Oscar. Soccer bet. Soccer bet. And some of you sisters, the way you spend on brothers. A boy you like. A boy you like. I will go there. Go there, go there. Hello. Hello. Are you okay? You don't have a time. Are you okay? What do you need? Should I send to you? Your birthday, what should I do for you? Give me a list of places you want to visit. Make a Omar, sorry, the Ayabaka so offering. Were you 50? 100? I'm telling you, we are, we are wicked people. Oh. We are very wicked people. We don't honor God. Even next week, listen to me as I'm ending. Even next week, as I say, we are honoring prophets. Some of you, your mind, I'll give 10 Ghana. You are insulting him. You don't have money, but what, what are you doing to the boy? What are you doing to the girl? What you went to buy you went to buy a new phone recently. Eight hundred Ghana. Thousand eight hundred. Seven thousand two hundred. 
10,600. This level of honor is to present sacrifices and gifts to a person. As you can see, I'm ending. There are many ways to show honor long before you present a sacrifice or gift. Mm. I, this is the sixth level. All these things are point one, point two, point three, point eight. It has nothing to do with giving. But point six is now we are talking about giving. There are people who never present sacrifices or gifts. Sometimes the reasons they have, number one, sometimes people are, they, they are too busy to present gifts, which also means they are too busy to honor. Sometimes people expect to receive gifts, but never give gifts to anyone. This means they expect to receive honor, but do not give honor to anyone. Three, sometimes people are self-absorbed and indifferent to the greatness of another person. This means they are self-absorbed, selfish, and indifferent to the honor that is due others. Four, sometimes people do not respect the person they must honor because they have not been taught the word of God. That's what I'm trying to teach us. And then the last one, sometimes people feel that they do not have disposable income. So they cannot present a sacrifice or a gift. Once again, what is disposable income? Disposable income speaks of rubbish. That you, that you throw away. Something you can dispose of. So like you come to church and then you bring one CD. One CD, the one that can easily, even taxi driver won't pick. That's what we bring. In the mind that, oh, but I mean if we bring it to the church there, they can take it somewhere. Please don't let, don't let what I'm preaching look like I'm insulting anybody. Let me tell you something. Like I read last two weeks and last week, anything that you, you, for example, eh, Eli the priest Bible says that God was angry with him because he honored his children more than him. He doesn't care if you honor he God more than your children. But if he thinks that between he and your children, you have honored your children more than him, then he has a problem. I don't know if you understand. If you honor your education more than church, then God has a problem. So for some of us, even your dressing to church is far lower in value than your dressing to some places. And God sees it as, whoo, you honor the going to your office, going to work, you wear nice shoes, but when you're coming to church, you wear some slippers. So you honor your office more than me. That's where then God takes a problem with you. So for me, growing up, 
some of these things I have been taught many years ago. I have chosen always to give God the best than anything. And then when it comes to the other honors, you must give the due. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So when you're coming to church and you have to choose money, choose the freshest for God who you can't see and give the dirtiest to the taxi driver. Learn it all. Give your best white shirt to come into church. And give the less quality to office. Now I end by this. He says that these are common reasons why they do not present any gift of sacrifice. Listen and I'm reading a story. However, the Bible is clear about honoring with substance. As the prophet said, if I am a father, where is my honor? Indeed, if you really honor someone, there will be a time when you will have to present sacrifice or a gift to the person. One day, somebody say one day. One day. Papa Hagen, who is prophet's, one of prophet's fathers, Papa Hagen received a whole suitcase, that's Oscar, of clothes from his church members. When he got home and opened it, it was the used and discarded clothes of the congregation. As he and his wife went through the items, it was clear that most of the clothes were so worn out that they could not be used. So he asked his wife to throw the suitcase of clothes out. And he said to his wife, if it is not good for them, it is not good for us. Honoring someone is not about throwing your waste on the person. Like next week, as we are honoring prophets, some of you have decided, me, I won't come to church. Some of you have decided, me, what I'll give is it. But you see, if you really understand who he is, by now you would have tried and then do some things that, oh, me, my level, I can give 50 Ghana. My level, I can give 100 Ghana. My level, I can give 500 Ghana. You do something that you know the value of the person that you are honoring. Some of you must start honoring your father who gave it to your mother very highly. Highly. And as you do that, God will also honor you. Don't dump something that you don't like and give it to somebody you are honoring. The person will mark you. Close your eyes. Father, today we are grateful. You have spoken to us once again. Our desire is that we are changing and becoming better children of God. Help us to become the type of people that you can also honor because we honor those that are due our honor. Help us as a church that wherever we have gone wrong to correct it from today. For some of us, we have not honored senior brothers. We have not honored parents well. We have not honored our bosses, people who have introduced us to things that either we wouldn't have known. We have not honored our prophet well. We have not honored our bishops. We have not honored our pastors. Some of us, we disregard our original pastors. We take them for granted. We have despised a lot of things, and that is costing us. But we are changing as a church. May we begin to see ourselves getting better 
in honoring. And as we honor, will we also be honored in the name of Jesus. Rise to your feet. Every eye closed. Every hands down. You are here. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus before we close. Lift up your hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Don't be shy. Lift it up high. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift it up high and say this after me. Lift it up high. And please say this prayer after me. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to do one more thing for me. Don't be shy. Come to me. Come. 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 Sister, come. Clap for them as they come. 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 Oh, your clapping can be better. Encourage them with a clap. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Your clapping can be better. God bless you. Please lift up your hands. With all humility, every eye closed. Precious souls, surrender all to Jesus. Say this after me. Close your eyes and say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. And I want the whole church to join. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior, my Lord, my Master. I believe in my heart that you came from heaven to this earth to die for me. Today, I give my life and my heart to you. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Sit and listen to me. From today, I am no longer your servant. You are no longer my master. Jesus has set me free and I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I pray for these precious ones. Lord, help them. Some time ago, we're like them and we give our life to Jesus. Help them to be stable in Christ and may this serve you to the end. So one day we all get to heaven and celebrate the grace of God that has been with us, that has saved us and that has helped us to live to the end. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have you seen our pastor? He's going to talk to you just for a minute or two and then you come and join us. Okay. So please go with pastor. Clap for them as they go. Oh. God bless you. Please take your seats. Can we have Tithers, let's take our tithe first. Quickly. The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Today I want you to do something. Take the bread and hold it like this and break it. To break it. And as you break it, you are eating the body of Jesus. When we take paracetamol, something happens. When we take medicine for our stomach, whatever, something happens. I am declaring that as we take this bread, may something happen to all of us. Amen.
your amen can be nicer than this one. I don't know what is happening to you, but for me, I'm believing God for something. Whatever you are believing God for, eat it with that belief. Say the body of Jesus, body of Jesus. and eat it. Nobody in this church will die before your time. Amen. May the Lord forgive you of all your sins. Amen. I say, may the Lord forgive you of all our sins. May the blood of Jesus be a protection around you. Any witch that desires to destroy your life, may that witch go blind in Jesus' name. And for those who are writing exam and those who have just finished writing exam, may the blood speak for you. Bible says that the horse is made ready for battle, but victory is of the Lord. May you experience victory as you take this blood. In the name of Jesus. Lift it up and say the cup of blessing. And say the blood of Jesus. Drink a daughter. Receive a blessing. Lift up your hands. By the grace of God that is working upon our father, the prophet Dagiwan Mills, may that same grace be upon you. Amen. I prophesy over you not only grace, but may you experience grace, grace. Amen. May you experience abounding grace. And finally, may you experience multiplied grace. In the name of Jesus. This week, may you only hear good news. Ah. I said this week, actually from today, just today, somebody may you receive good news. May you and your family be blessed. I stand here and I declare blessing over you and your father, your mother, your brothers, your sisters. In the name of Jesus. Because you are a member of UFS. May you go out of here with freshness. May you go out of here with freshness. May you go out of here with freshness. And I prophesy that Kaswa East will do well. Kaswa West will do well. Kaswa South will do well. Kaswa North will do well. In the name of Jesus. Some of you will start driving your own cars. Some of you will start driving your own cars. Some of you will start driving your own cars. May somebody invite you abroad. In the name of Jesus. Because of you, may your parents build a house. May you also build a house. May you never lack in the name of Jesus. May you never be poor in the name of Jesus. And above all, may you have money this week. 
next week when we come I, I pray that God will give everybody enough money to be able to sow a seed into prophet's life in Jesus mighty name if you believe it say amen God bless you clap your hands for Jesus and please take your seats for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers 0273-240-449 0540-774941 Stay blessed.